You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Gossip Girl. Hello, hello, Gossip Girl fans. I am Roxy Stryer, along with my co-host, Sarah Stratton. Go ahead. That's my name, Sarah Stratton. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say your name, too? DJ Jesse Janity. You You both say your own names better than I say them. It's true. You've got a little more practice with it. Probably. Okay. So we just watched an episode of Gossip Girl that after after uh, it aired, my roommate came running up to me and said, oh, my God, that was the best episode of Gossip Girl I have seen in four years. Oh. It was, was so good. I get to watch it. And so, you, no, 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 just wait, because I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch. Came into the studio tonight. I said that to you, Sarah. I was like, oh, my roommate says it's amazing. Uh, I thought it was... I didn't think it lived up to that I thought it was okay. At all. I thought it was an okay episode. Wait, Jess, you didn't get to watch it? Yeah, you haven't slept. Running on empty over there. Uh, just, I didn't think that much happened. It just... I think we were so hyped up about thinking it was going to be, like, this incredible, fast-paced episode. And while the end sped up a lot, it took a while to get there yeah i mean so i think we were waiting so long for this terrific episode to happen and it didn't but maybe if we hadn't have thought that then the end would have really taken us more by surprise and then we would have left thinking wow that was amazing at the the beginning of the episode we were introduced to the letter the pregnancy letter telling us whose baby it was uh and we were also uh set up with the whole book scheme and Dan's book getting released, mm-hmm. uh, Nate not being sure if he's just being used for sex or the job, and Charlie coming back with Serena. So we had all those very clear things, uh, and they were dragged out throughout the entire episode. It was very, nothing happened in between, nothing was really resolved at the end, and uh, the only information we really find out is about who who's uh, the father of Blair's child, and I'm not even sure if that's true. So, let's start from the beginning. Now, let's just talk about Nate and Diana and the party for a second. So, Nate is working for Diana, Elizabeth Hurley, and he is having sex with her and working for her and not sure because Chuck keeps saying, she's using you for sex. She doesn't really care what you have to say. Uh, This was a little confusing to me. I think you understood a little more. So, basically, Diana set him up. At the party, you At mean? the party. So after firing everyone else who works for her, she invites him to go right. to this event and be a, a reporter. And so what, from my understanding, what happened was she's like, oh, this guy's a senator. Um, I want you to talk to him about this. Mm-hmm. And I also want you to talk to him about his recent trip to something. Some with, foreign country, yeah. Something with an M. And he's like, okay, cool. So he goes up to this to this guy and his wife and he's, we catch, like, the end of their conversation where he brings up the trip. And then the wife, in the middle of the party, kind of flips out. And it's like, you went to see her. How could you do this? You're a jackass. I'm going to expose all your pictures. My lawyer signing papers. All this crazy stuff. Meanwhile, right. Nate's standing there completely blindsided. Had no idea he was bringing up a controversial topic at all. Thought this was common knowledge. And Elizabeth Hurley set this whole conversation up so that she could get the wife flipping out on camera. Because she wants to be the next, the new, and impro- the new and improved gossip girl. Yes. So, and then Nate says, 
If you knew anything about Gossip Girl, you would know that that's not what Gossip Girl does. Gossip Girl spreads. What he said was that Gossip Girl talks about whispers that are already out there. Right. So spreads rumors, doesn't expose. But doesn't bring out. I guess, new story. Just so not which true. I, exactly. I thought that wasn't true at all. That happens all the time. Right. Gossip Girl is often the first person to talk about anything and bring it to public knowledge. This person was there. This Did you know about this? Whatever it is. So yeah. I agree with that. Um, and then they end up having a bigger scheme, which is stealing everybody's cell phones to see the texts. And nothing really came from that so far. Um, we got the whole prelude to he finds Charlie's or Ivy's phone. Ivy's phone doesn't realize this is Charlie's phone because there was no label on it. And it's it. a text from Max, and he doesn't know who that is. Or does he know who that is? Does he know it? No, no, he no. doesn't know who that is. Okay, they never met in California, right? No, because Max didn't even meet Serena. True. Charlie didn't tell anybody she had a boyfriend there. So this was confusing to me because this storyline didn't go. We didn't get anything from this. The cell phones. Nothing. I didn't get anything from them. Uh, I thought, first I thought that Diana was bad and tricking me, and, and she was, but... She's just using him or, over and over again. So like, misleading him just all the time. We saw in the beginning, though, that she already knew Nate when they met in California, but he or didn't know knew her, of knew Nate. of him. So, is this what she wanted him for, or is there something more going on here? Originally, I thought there was something else, but we haven't gotten any hint about that right. recently. That's what I'm saying. They're not... If there is something, I wish they were dropping a little more hints. Or if the big thing was the interview with his mom, like, they should have made a bigger deal yeah. about that. Because exactly. right now it's kind of in limbo. We don't know if that was the whole thing. Was that the thing? And now she actually likes hooking up with him, so she's still doing that? Is she still hooking up with him to get something? Uh, why does she fire everybody else so that he can stay? It was confusing. Confusing. Agreed? Yes. Okay, so I I don't really, I don't know where that one's going, and that storyline's kind of bothering me, and I would like to breeze right through that. Uh, moving on to Dan and the book situation. So, Dan goes to, was it the person he used to work for? It was his, the older guy, he referred to him as his mentor. Right. So, I don't know if that's worked for, I just kind of look at as someone he, like, looked to for yeah. his writing and... And he goes to him and he says, listen, I have a problem. Basically, I wrote a, sas- a social satire uh, that is autobiographical and I need to kill the story before it gets published. Mm-hmm. And the guy he's talking to says, listen, the best way to kill a book is just to let it let it come out. And, and ignore it. And ignore it. There will be no buzz about it, nothing. Nate's like, okay. I mean, Dan's like, okay, if that's what you believe. Uh, Dan ends up later finding out from his mentor's assistant that the mentor has taken, uh, he said that the book was his own. And it's starting to publish it. And it's starting and to publish it. it's the, the, whatever her name is, his agent? Agent? Is that his agent? The woman. The woman's his assistant. Says she like loves it. I thought it was his agent. I don't know. I don't know. But she's like, I'm on page six. It's wonderful. This there were is too when- many characters. There were too many new characters that, is it the agent, the assistant, the mentor? What is this? I don't recognize these people. What's going on? I'm not really sure. Uh, but I I did like the final twist of this story. Yes. So I don't know how he knew that they were at dinner talking about the book, but Dan did. And he barges into dinner and his mentor is sitting there and he said, oh, I was just telling them about this book. That is coming out, and they've been working with me on it, and I, I designed the lead role after you. Isn't that right, Dan? And Dan's like, no, that book is mine. I want it. And they all clap. And Dan's like, oh, what just happened? What the hell just happened? And the mentor's like, you you win. You needed to grow up and, and take control of your own life and and say this was your book, and it is, and now it's yours. And that's the final point. Mm-hmm. And it was a great little twist, completely unexpected. Right. I thought this was another person just trying to, you know, deceive everyone. It actually turned out to be someone who was trying to help Dan and actually fulfill his role as a mentor. So not all people on the Upper East Side are assholes. Was that the point of the story? <laughs> I guess. But I think there also may be a point to them introducing all these new people. 
I think that it points to the fact that there might be some controversy, like when the book comes out, and Dan's going to need some new people to talk to. What do you mean he's going to need some new people to talk to? I don't know. I was just thinking about the girl, mainly. Like, the um, agent, assistant, whoever she is. In my opinion, they put a lot of focus on her in this episode. Right. And I think that some either she's going to... Romantically? Either romantically, or she's going to somehow get involved in all the drama. Is she cute? Eh, she's all right. Cute enough? She wasn't cute enough as to when she walked in, I was like, oh, new love interest. Yeah. Which you normally kind of get the feel for in Gossip Girl. Okay. So, but I do feel like they weren't just here for this one episode. Basically, though, so the reason Dan decides to come out and say that it's his book is because... He finally gets some nerve. He finally gets some nerve uh, based on his newfound relationship with Chuck. Because Chuck says to him, listen, you got two options. One, you say, screw everybody else. This book is mine. It's getting published. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm saying it. I'm not letting my mentor take, mm-hmm. take this book and say it's his own. Uh, or two, you shut the hell up and you don't say anything for your whole life and you pretend it wasn't your book. And not only does he get this advice from Chuck, he also is motivated, he says, by Blair. And about Blair um, going after what like facing her fears right so he's kind of, it's interesting that he's motivated by both of them since he used to be because hated Chuck by and both Blair of them? are the two most motivating characters on the show is that what you're saying no I'm saying because they you love the- Chuck and Blair <laughs> is that what you're saying I'm saying of all people you wouldn't think that those were the two people he'd be close with right now or looking up to or whatever yes agreed uh, I, I totally agree with that and I, I don't really know how those relationships formed exactly. Uh, we were kind of left in the dark a little bit about Chuck and Blair's relationship because they started by loving films together. And you mean Dan I mean, and Blair's sorry, yeah, sorry, I mean Dan and Blair's relationship, not Chuck and Blair's. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Dan well, and Blair's happened relationship. over the break, over the right. hiatus. Over the hiatus, we assume that they... Saw movies together. Right. And that then, Serena couldn't appreciate because she's Not blonde. as... Yeah. Because she's blonde. <laughs> uh, do that whole the views of After Buzz da, 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 thing. <laughs> no, you don't really have to. But okay, so. The views expressed here in yeah, the um, only and do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owner's yeah. principles. Some, some blondes are cool, I guess. Eh. Eh. Maybe. Brunettes do it better? Yeah, Jess. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, though, I, I don't really understand, though, because they went from that to. Kissing once to being best friends. What and it now they're like to me was they, they had this whole bonding over their love of the arts and mm-hmm. things like that. And then they became friends, but they didn't really want to be friends. It just kind of happened. And so they thought there was something else. And then they kissed. And then Blair had all her drama. With did all you these feel boys. like this was like a natural progression? Like the show didn't force it too much? Or did you feel like. Yes. Okay. I do feel like it happened very. Naturally. I I mean, we talked about it so much last season about are they going to fall in love and all of this. Right. And Dan's falling head over heels for her or are they going to be together? Is everyone excited about this? And people were, which shows me they kind of led up to it in a good way. If anyone could be happy about her and Dan being together yeah, then as opposed really to did her and job. Chuck being together, then that they did it well. I totally agree. And, and I think we're satisfied with their friendship right now. Yes. Although there was glimpses of Dan loving... Or wanting to tell Blair he loved her. Yes. In the past couple episodes. Does that seem to be gone? Is is he does he have romantic investment in her still or no? Oh, I definitely still think it's there. I mean, Dan's always been the lovesick puppy dog. He took how many seasons to get over Serena? Is he even over her? I don't even know. Hopefully, because at least him and Blair seem to have more depth in their relationship than him and Serena did. And they're supposed to be siblings or something. Or something like that, yeah. Okay. So, uh, after the Dan book thing, moving on to talking about Serena, uh, who brings back Charlie, Ivy, Charlie, Ivy, what's her name? Brings back Charlie into life in New York. Um, And Charlie doesn't know if she's going to be accepted there, so there's that whole, I don't know, whether she'll come back, and she is struggling with whether Carol is going to be following her, whether or not... Lily's going to accept her to be with them. Right. But then 
she goes to the house and and she ends up leaving the house and wants to go back and meet her boyfriend Max in Seattle, who she really just doesn't seem to give a crap about because what kind of serious relationship are you like, "Eh, let me just put it on the back burner and if I can't find anything better to do, I'll meet him in Seattle. And then she's basically swayed to stay by a sparkly dress. Right. And a note from Serena that says, follow your dreams, dash S. So corny. By the way, how cocky is it that they all, that Serena refers to herself as S? As if you're the only person in the world with an S as the first letter of your name. S. B. Okay, you can't just write all the letters of Serena. It's not that long. No, you don't feel that way? No, No, I don't. It's been so long, it's ingrained in my head. I don't think it's awkward that Gossip Girls calls them that, but, like, if I was ever signing a note and I just wrote dash R, who the hell's R? I do know someone who writes notes with dash V. But I think that, yeah. V is a little less common. S? Come on. But anyway. Besides that, yeah. Charlie knows who it's from, and... She kind of gets convinced to stay by that and by Blair saying... Well, this happened. She gets convinced to stay for the runway as her last Cinderella moment. Right. She gets convinced to stay in New York by Blair. Right. Because Blair comes up to her and says, screw your mom, don't you have... Charlie's like, well, she's holding things over my head and she could expose me in some ways. And Blair's like, can't you expose her? And finally it clicks and Ivy Charlie's head... Yeah, yeah, I could. I how, could totally How did that not her. click earlier? Because she's not used to the scandalous lives of the of the elite. I guess. So now she realizes that she's going to make this stand against Carol, CC, whatever, who is, flies to New York in this episode right. to confront Charlie Ivy. And basically they butt heads and she goes, I'm staying. I will expose you. I'll call the cops. You can't do anything. Yada, yada, yada. And then they leave on a really weird note. A really weird high note. She's like, I'm going to call Cece and make sure you have access to my funds. And Carol's like, you're on your you're own. You're on now. your own. Good luck, basically. But I was, I thought she was, they were going to hug each other and she's going to whisper in her ear like. You're screwed. Yeah. I'm going to be prepared. I'm watching. You know, uh, like, something I'm com- like that. I'm coming back with a plan, and next time I'm here, you better watch your back. Good luck. You're on your own. Yeah, it was really weird. Bizarre. I, I totally agree. It was completely bizarre, but it is, it's actually really sad because Serena is being so giving and so nice in Serena's family. This girl's not their family. This girl's a complete stranger. It's bizarre. And... I don't really know where this one's going to go. There's so many directions they could take it. I'm really glad that they bought, brought her character back, though. You are. I wasn't at first, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so over this. I'm sick of it. But I really think that this could be a, dev- a devastating thing for Gossip Girl, for Serena and her family. Who is this freaking girl? And will they, even after they, because eventually they'll know she's not part of their family, will... Well, they're already getting hints of it being exposed. Right, but will they still love her enough uh, and be comfortable with her enough and have spent enough time with her to still want her in their lives kind of thing? I honestly think once they find out, it's not going to be, like, a big angry thing. I don't think it's going to—I think she's just going to disappear. Maybe. That's just my view. And I think it's going to be kind of weird, but I think she's just going to kind of, like, be like, oh, you're not in our family. Oh, I go off. Oh, I so don't think it's going to go that way. They're definitely going to make a big deal of it. There's no way they would have brought her back for a second season just to let her go again like that. But they do that all the time. Well, they do. Think about like the end of Reina. It's the least. Oh, it's the least satisfying thing with my with my dad. Yeah, like they do that. They like just poof. It's yeah. I'm going to boarding school. Poof. I'm going to gear up. But people didn't like Tinka Sumter. Tinka Sumter. Yes. And. Or they, or they didn't like Raina, whatever which one it was. People like this character, I think. I think they like what it does for Gossip Girl. Uh, I like her. I go back and forth, but the fact that I, I don't hate her means something. Means something because it's hard to start liking a character who who isn't Chuck, Blair, Dan, Nate, Serena. It's hard. That's the crew. 
and bringing mm-hmm. somebody else in. Even Vanessa, never, I never liked her. Lil J. No one no, liked her. No one liked her. So if you're not in the crew. Juliet. Liked her. There you go. I mean, hated her, but liked the character. Liked the character. So, yeah, that's a good one. She broke through, and I think that Charlie Ivy is breaking through, too. So you think bit. it's going to be harder to get rid of her? I, I think so. You don't? Are you not liking her? I like her fine. She's fine. I like her more than I liked Raina, who I despised. Right. Okay. So. Good enough for me. Moving on to my favorite. Blair. Blair. I love my Blair. Is, uh, I think, getting a little bit bigger. Okay, you and Jesse keep saying this. I don't think she's getting bigger. I don't think she's looking pregnant. I think she looks a little wider. But why would they be stuffing her wider? It doesn't make sense. I thought it just looked a little bigger. A bump? Yeah, a little bit. Like, not not like a bump, but she's not like her normal. Okay. Slender, slender well, self. Anyway, okay, so... The big, big thing of this episode is from the top of the episode, Blair gets the letter saying, basically saying who's the father of her child. Yes. Uh, and Even d- though we discussed this last week, that we don't think this is actually possible. Yeah. As, Especially without as the Jesse DNA told of us, both the fathers, which she obviously didn't have Chucks because he had no idea she was doing this. She took a hair from his head or something. I don't know. Anyway, though, we eventually find out she rips up the letter, then uh, Dorota ends up putting the letter back together, and Dan brings it to her, and it's a whole big deal, and blah, 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 and eventually we find out. She opens the letter. We don't see it. We cut to commercial, and the next time we come back, she's in Chuck's apartment. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the audience is assuming she's about to say, Chuck, I have your baby. But instead, she says, Chuck, I'm pregnant. It's Louise. I felt like you should hear wanted, me. And I wanted you to know... Because I wanted you to hear it from me, and I didn't want you to have any doubt and think it was yours. Um, I have a whole big theory about this. I think it's definitely Chuck's. I think the kid is Chuck's. Um, as I said last episode, I think he has way more potent swimmers. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not why I think he's Chuck's. I think it's Chuck's because I think what she was looking for from Chuck was her to say, I'm pregnant, and him to say, is it mine? Like, and, and kind of see that glimpse of hope. And But she didn't even give him that chance. She kind of just talked through it. Because he looked miserable. And when he said, when she said, it's Louise, he didn't say, I wish it was mine. She gave him the chance. She said, I kind of wish it was yours. He said nothing. I think she was looking for anything, anything for him to say to make her feel like she would be okay. Um, the thing that really gave this away for me was at the very end, she's sitting with Louise. She tells him. That it's his. He takes it amazing. He says he really wants a kid. The only reason he said he didn't was to protect her in the public light. And he's so happy. And they're going to go and celebrate. And she gets up. And she looks and she finds the paternity test. And she could have just hidden it because Louis would be like, why did you get a paternity test? But I think she put it in the drawer because she doesn't want him to read the results. I really think it's Chuck's. And... I could be so wrong. Am I so wrong? I don't know. What I do don't think? think we're going to know. It could be anything. It could say inconclusive. I'm, I don't know. Like, I really can't tell you. Were you satisfied with it being Louise? Yes. I was fine with it being either way. I think it goes, it just changed the plot. I'm not too attached to the fact on whether or not it's checks or not. Jesse, we just broke the news to you that it is Louise's baby, or so Gossip Girl is making it seem that way. How do you feel about that, and do you wish it had been Chuck's, or did you think it was going to be? Well, I mean, like I said uh, last week, I think, I did, I think it was Chuck's. I did think it was they were going to go with that storyline, because as we've been hearing rumors that this could be ending, um, that would be like the cookie-cutter way of it. Wrapping it up, but in the positive, the positive side to that is, with it being the royal baby, it's going to tie so much. If it doesn't work out between Blair and him, it's going to tie so much drama back. And it also gives a chance for the baby to leave 
Blair and go with the royal family and have them be gone. But here's my question for you guys. Do you really think that it is? Just because Gossip Girl is saying it, she's that's just going based off of, well, well she's with... Well, that's what Roxy said. She I, thinks I'm, it's still Chucks. I think yeah. it's Chucks. And, and so that's where I think everyone's going to might build the big... Now that it's on Gossip Girl, everyone's going to build the hype up. No, it's not Gossip Girl. It's not on Gossip Girl. Blair said that. Blair said Ooh, that it's Louis. Louise. She told Louis that it's oh. Louise. But she basically, she went to Chuck and said, Chuck, I have to tell you something. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, and it's Louise. And I didn't want you to hear from anybody else that it was because I didn't want you to think it was yours. But I think she was looking for him to. And then she says, she even yeah, but she even says after that she says, part of me wished it was yours. But why is she making that that like just going and just making that statement? You know, is it? Do you think she's doing it because she's so caught up? No, I think that's good. I think she does still think about him. I think it shows that she still cares about him. Maybe you're but, right. But, but why? I, I don't understand why she's saying that the baby is automatically his. She had the paternity test. Wait, but how can you have the paternity They oh, made we're it. we're going Gossip Girl yeah. rules. Yes. I'm sorry. So, okay, I actually, you know what? I just changed my mind on air. I think it is Louise, especially because of that line, I, part of me wishes it was yours. But it's so telling the fact that she still just loves him so much. Yes, cares I about would definitely him. agree with that. I don't know. And honestly, is Gossip Girl, the TV show, going to make Chuck and Blair have a baby? No. I don't know. I actually don't know what I think. I don't know what I think. Somebody help me. They haven't told us, so there is no answer. Okay. That's the whole point in TV. Keep you hanging. I think that pretty much covered the episode. Yeah, I think I think we can uh, cut to commercial. And when we come back, we can do a little news and gossip in a special segment and a special segment. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. This television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Ducky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. All right, all right. Jesse, can we get some news and gossip, please? Well, before we do the news and gossip, we're oh, going special to segment special first. Segment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course, last week we did um, the fashion from last week's episode. Um, this week we're going to do something a little different. Okay, um, you're full of surprises, yes. always. I like to. This is my new thing. I'm going to give my, some of my favorite hosts uh, some cool little special segments. So this one is actually get the look. Okay. From this season of uh, Gossip Girl. So cool. our first look. We have uh, Little Miss Ivy, and she's wearing a 12th Street by Cynthia Vincent called It's a Back Blouse. This blouse is $206. First of all, I don't know. What do you guys think of it? This top has been really in. Basically, the idea of it is, especially for people who are just listening, it's the button-up, not necessarily collar, but kind of a work top, but it's see-through. Sheer. Like, the sheer. And these are really in. I've seen them all over the place, like... Yes, this one's exquisite. It has, like, lace detail. It's obviously, like, designer, so it's a lot more expensive. But I've seen these even at, like, The Gap. I'm not into the color of this one. I think the color is what's throwing me off on it. Because looking over to uh, the right, we have a white one. Mm -hmm. And then below, for the Get the Look, we have Buy American Rag. uh, It's a lace back top for $39. I like the purple one the best. And that's the, there you go. Yeah, Get the Look, baby. cheaper. All right, next we're going to move to um, Blair's from uh, last week's episode, actually. Um, it's a Christian Carter 2010 floral dress um, that she's wearing. You can get the look with uh, Pepe Jeans actually has a floral dress. I'm so sorry. I'm 
reading off the wrong one. This is actually a most most chino cheap and chic jewel print dress. Mm. I was like, that is the weirdest flower. Well, yeah, I was gonna yes, say what. I'm sorry, but it's it's a very interesting print, and for the fact that these two aren't made by the same person, that's pretty surprising because I mean it's an all white dress with a bunch of just like colored blocks everywhere. Although it looks great on Blair, I have to say I don't think I could wear that. that I could pair it with like a, a little jean jacket. There's actually no get the look for this one. This is just a, a fashion that I thought was really unique looking at it mm-hmm. because I think only specific people could pull this dress off. Definitely. Yeah. I think if you put it with a little like a short jean jacket and cute black boots or something and made it more like sundressy. Ooh. But, but just like that, I don't know how you could... How many people could rock it? Mm-mm. Good job, Roxy. So there you go, guys. You could throw up like a black leather jacket. Yeah, black leather. Some black some... boots. Yeah, very cool. All right, so this one actually, I kind of really like the outfit. I, I think oh. it's very summer chic. No, I'm. I hate it. I'm, really, I'm, I, I, I don't like her pants. That's the only thing that's bothering me. I'm I wish they it. were a little shorter. I okay. like the top, the way that it's fitting her. They're actually going for the bag. Um, that's that was uh, what they liked. Um, what was it? For those of you who can't see, just we're looking at a picture of Vanessa, and she's wearing a bright yellow top. It's yellow and beige. It um, cinches. Looks like it's supposed to be at the waistline, and then flares out a little it's bit. It's almost like a. But it she, looks like a crop top over a tank top, but it isn't. It's like a cinch. That's what I'm saying. It's too short to be cinched at the well, waist. No, I think it throws it off. Is the shorts? The yeah. proportions are so off, it makes her look like her body is way too long. Well, that and like, also look how she's standing, too, is very... Yeah, she's awkward. If the shorts were a lot shorter, like short shorts, Picture or if this- she was wearing like a, like, like a skirt that was like tucked up underneath, like a high-waisted, and it was just like a little bit, but I do not also, like this at all. Also, her hair just being down and long, everything about the whole look is long. Picture this top on Serena with way shorter, cute shorts... Yeah. Hair and a ponytail, back. Amazing. They got the cute, but this yeah. I do not like. And so with the bag is cute. Though. Yeah, they're selling the. Uh, it's called the Buddy Bag uh, by Hot Look, and it's for one hundred eighty nine dollars. Mm, not too bad. All right, so now, now here we go. This is Blair wearing the Christian Carter two thousand ten floral dress, um, which apparently was made for her. I love um, it. You can get the look, Pepe jeans down at the bottom to the right. Um, you can get this Pepe jeans floral dress for $56.71. I want that. Um, or to the one on the left, Aiden Maddox floral um, for 108 I like the Pepe jean one better, actually, I think. I'm I like, always like have such a hard time because often I fall in love with the real one, and I'm like, it's I not just the same. want the real one. I know. I love sweetheart tops. I love that look. Again, yeah. this is a specific girl, or you think that any girl could kind of... I struggle with floral prints on myself, so I don't know. I really think any girl can actually wear this dress at the the um, Pepe Jeans one. Like, the sweetheart neck, the halter, like, the straps do really good things. It's obviously a flattering fit. What like occasion? tight to the waist. Oh, I just picture it, like, you know, going picnic? to lunch. I mean, how often do we have picnics? But, I mean, yeah. I Every would totally day. wear it to a picnic. But, like, just, like, brunch, lunch. I feel like a lot of people would actually, if you put a sweater with it, could wear it to, like, Something okay. where there's some not all young people. Nice Easter. If it, it, Easter. You know. I would totally wear that on Easter. Or like a brunch. Yes, exactly. All right, so next we have... Um, I can't wait for you to get to these shoes. Because I love them. This is Kaylee Deffer at Fashion Night Out 2011. She's wearing a Zach Posen print dress and a Lavin Ankle Wrap Wedge. I really, really like the shoes. They're adorable. They have, like, oh, they're so cute. The peep toe and the nude. The dress, not so crazy about, to be completely honest. It looks great on her. It looks great on her. But just looking at the mannequin, that would make me look horrible. Yeah, we don't, that's not my body type. You've got to be, like, twig skinny, wicked tall, uh... Like, she wears it very well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she wears it very well. How would you feel if those shoes were red? Would still like them. I just love the style of the shoe. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're so cute. How much are those? Do we have that? That is her specific. We don't have any price for this look. Okay. I'm gonna find I just lo- I just saw it and I thought I like I like the looks. Like even with the other one with Blair, we didn't have a price on it. For me, these two looks are just very unique and mm-hmm. specific to them wearing it. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. All right. Ooh. 
So right. Serena, I mean, I'm sorry, not Serena, Blair, wearing a Moschino Cheap Cheek lemon print blouse. Uh, Carlos Mick S&S 2011 ready to wear skirt. Loafle Randall crisscross sandals for $550. Those sandals are unbelievable. Like the neon, it's amazing how elegant these sandals look, even though they are literally probably the brightest shade of yellow green yellow you green can get. Neon, yeah. Glow in the dark. But literally looks stunning on her. I like, could never wear that top. Yeah, I don't know how I feel actually about this outfit on her, personally. It looks kind of uh, Comparing Asian it to the model, the if you can, I mean, you guys can't really see it's kind of cut off. The model who's wearing it um, above her, I feel fits it better. I don't know. I think Blair is a little wide in the waist for this specific type of a look with the drapery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, see, I like it. I think it looks comfortable and cute in this skirt because the skirt's tight and shows a lot of her legs. It keeps her looking thin. I like the skirt. I'm not fond of the top. And great legs, Blair. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go, Blair. Um, but if you want to get the look, they have the Miss Me platform sandals to the right for $56. That um, mustardy color, though, kind of looks a little more vomity. Yeah, no, I mean, it can't touch it the, that like neon. Pork. Yeah. All right, so. I loved the stress. As do I. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Mar- Mario Schwab sheath dress. Um, you can get the look at French Connection, the Georgia Scoop dress for $80. I liked, but the thing is, with the original dress, like you said, Sarah, I like that, the simplicity of that line across it. And it's amazing how much that line actually adds. Um, when this, when, she, when Elizabeth Hurley was wearing this dress in tonight's episode, it's the beige one with like that just really interesting line. It literally flatters her from different angles. Like it changes how she, her silhouette looks. And I really, really liked it. Um... French Connection always has great um, options for simple dresses, and this definitely is something simple with a punch. But I don't know if it really, really compares to the original. Not at all. All right, and our last look, Serena from the first uh, episode this season. This is probably, like, the most expensive outfit, but we have the hot hippie halter gown for $795. Uh... The Asdina Elena platform shoes for $1,680. And the Boom Kit necklace for $120. i have seen her look way cuter, wear way cuter outfits for way less money. Absolutely. Yes. But, and I, I was actually really surprised by how much this dress is. I love that color on her. I love the ease oh, of yeah. it. And actually, he looks, like, amazing. They look like the perfect couple coming from, like, Hawaii or whatever. That's true. Yeah. They look great. Maxi dresses are tricky, uh, and this one looks really great on her. But, you know, it looks $200 great, not $700 great. Agreed. Ex- and the necklace, you can get so many places that it's not worth it. However, I will say that those shoes. Yeah, they're pretty mm, good. Those are really good shoes. Well, so really for the get, the get the Look, you can, uh, if you look over to the top, the Young and Fabulous Broke Zara Long Dresses for $264. Charles David nude embossed platform sandals for 129, and like you said, you can get them anywhere. The Target twisted beaded necklace for 14 dollars. Yeah. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Definitely can pull our, off the look. Jesse, you're killing cheaper. it. Thank you. Killing it. That's our gossip girl uh, fashion for the week. And uh, we'll head into some news and gossip. Awesome. Boom. After Buzz TV News. All right, so though Blake seems to be doing just fine since her split from Leonardo DiCaprio, one may wonder if she's gotten wind that her ex-beau is now rumored to be dating not one, but two models. Last week, Leo was linked to 21-year-old Aussie model Alice Crawford, but days later, the Inception star was spotted with 20-year-old Kendall Schuller. It's well, like- the- <laughs> Go ahead. If it's really that close in date, I highly doubt that he's actually dating... Really, either one of them. I mean, it's just got to be so hard because I know that break, you know, I know, breakups suck. Uh, And it's hard enough not to try to stalk your exes. 
through Facebook, through whatever, <laughs> having it like thrown in your face in tabloids, magazines, uh, everything, everywhere mm-hmm. you look, you can't you can't avoid knowing who your ex boyfriend's new girlfriend is. But I'm glad this relationship ended. I really didn't see it going anywhere. Yeah, like, I agree. Were they gonna get married? No, no. Agreed. That'd be weird. I'd be really weirded out if Blake Lively and Leonardo DiCaprio got married. I agree. Be strange. Okay. So just recently, CelebHotline.com posted some nude photos of Leeton, and the website said that it's a hundred percent Leeton. The website requires you to log in to see her nude pictures and the tape. I have not checked this out and done too much research on this, but. What benefit would Leighton have in her career to be doing nudies right now? Eh, I don't see much on. I don't think they're Kim really. Kardashian? That's true. Like I'm not even kidding right now. Sex tapes are in. It's yeah. trendy. Like I mean, a lot of people Paris. do start careers off them, and it's been going on. I feel like Leighton already has a career off her own merit. A lot of people who have, in my opinion, who have had sex tapes make a career off being themselves and being like crazy people yeah um i feel like leighton already has so many things going for her like she possesses talent so she doesn't really need it um i don't see it really helping her like she has enough exposure in my opinion that it's not really going to be a big benefit yeah if it's true and i read the rest of this article and it said something about foot jobs in the video something I know. Uh, All I know is we couldn't check. We weren't going we were to check it really out because we didn't want to make accounts and it was not, not yeah. really. We didn't it. do too much research on it. We didn't sign in or anything. Yeah. So it appears as though Penn may, fi- may have finally moved on from Blake Lively as he is reportedly dating X-Men first class star Zoe Kravitz. By her last name, you may already know that she is the daughter of famous singer-guitarist Lenny Kravitz. Uh, That'd be some cool parents. I, it's, it's such a bizarre thing, but I like the, I like blondes to be with blondes, brunettes to be with brunettes. I think they'd look cute together. Um, that is really weird. <laughs> that is really weird. Really right? weird. <laughs> it's really weird. That's um, really weird. It's really weird. There's nothing else I can <laughs> say about it. Uh, it really actually bothers me when right. it's not the case. Uh, this is coming from somebody whose parents were blonde and brunette. Um, I, it's not that you can't look good together, but I struggle with it a lot. And I have to say, sometimes <laughs> I really like it when people look the opposite in our like in our relationship. I do too, but like I, when you see someone who's like really no. exotic with like really like I like them to look like siblings. That's really weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I know. Okay, moving on. Spoiler but- alert! Spoiler alert! Okay. Spoiler alert! The light. The spoiler has been found on After Buzz TV property. Please remain calm. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Alright, so. Spoiler alert! It sounds like Serena is taking big shots to impress her new boss, guest star Michael Michelle. Uh, Ian Line reports that in next week's episode, Memoirs of an Invisible, Dan S. might be the one person who has fewer qualms than most, than most with Dan's debut novel. Because she's hungry for the film rights. One, one week a glorified intern, the next an assistant, and the next a budding film producer. Oh, so, life on the Upper East Side. Oof. So Serena wants to make this dramatic book into a movie. Uh, segue to actual Gossip Girl movie spinoff. Yeah, well, there is. I did see that there are rumors, right, of a Gossip Girl movie. Yeah, I, I just think what the book is is probably what the TV show had been. So why would they make that an actual Gossip Girl movie? You know, that's very true. But I don't really know. Uh, apparently, it's an exaggerated version. So I never yeah, really know. We we'll get to in predictions about some of those exaggerations. Yeah. Okay. So who's not quite so pleased with the book? Rufus, apparently, as it's supposed to cause some tension between the Humphrey men. Rufus, who eschews all things upper crust, say it ain't so. Perhaps the book contains some less than kindly things about Lily? Or all but totally forgotten Allison Humphrey. Surely not Jenny, Dan's little sis. <laughs> Jenny, went I actually wouldn't be surprised at all if it was about Lily. Just because... We mentioned that this was the first episode she's been in yeah. all season. He's so, very protective of her. So I'm kind of wondering what's going on there. 
Especially because I think this all started when he was in love with Serena, and I'm sure Lily wasn't making that too easy. Yeah. Yeah. So Probably something with Lily. I, agree. I would not be surprised at all. I agree. I would be surprised if it was about Lil J, because I don't want to bring her back in the picture. <laughs> it's not about Lil J. I bet she's not even mentioned in the novel. There we so go. keeping the spoilers coming, we haven't seen the last of Charlie's SoCal-based boyfriend, Max, played by Brian J. Smith. Rumor has it he'll resurface in a big way during November's sweeps. Mm. Mm. He, we don't know much about him. I don't know if I like him. Maybe he's going to come to New York to try to find Charlie. Probably going to crash a party. How it normally happens. Something. Uh, maybe he could be a nice new character. I don't. We don't really know. I don't know. But I did like him when he was in California. He was okay. So he was who? okay, but I could see them turning him into somebody kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't Scott know why. Great. No idea why, but I just... I see it, because Gossip Girl can do that. See, he seemed, I pegged him as a nice guy. I did too, but there were times where I saw him as a little controlling over their relationship. I don't okay. know. Maybe I was picking. Um... So another spoiler alert, Blair's influence will start rubbing off on her future husband. Word around the Upper East Side is that Prince Louis will go to extremely sneaky lengths to ensure that Chuck stays out of his bride's life. Does he find the letter? Does he find the letter? Was I right? Is it actually Chuck's? Maybe he just finds the test and realizes, wow, she had to have a test. Or or the fact that he was crying at the end of this episode. Maybe he comes after her and realizes that he really does want her Mm, and actually can feel. Now, did we see the test results? No. No. We saw the envelope. Yeah, and the we ep- saw her read the envelope. The episode ends it's on a- Chuck with a sing. He has a dog now, and you see a single tear rolling down his face after Blair says that it's not his kid, and he's alone in his apartment, and he can feel again, and he's crying. He can feel again. Beauty and Dramatic. <laughs> All right, so that's your news and gossip for the week of October 11th, great, great. 2011. It- it's so weird. We can get to predictions, and then I'll say what. And now. Mm. It's like when I was younger, my mom would always get TV Guide. Uh, No, no, she would always get, sorry, Soap Opera Digest. And it would give all the, it would tell you everything that was going to happen on the soap opera that week. And she would read it and get all the spoiler alerts and then would watch it. And I was like, why do you always want to know what happens on the next episode before you watch it? But then I turned out the same way. I always want the spoiler alerts. And then I try to give them all to my friends and roommates and they don't appreciate them. I I like spoiler alerts with certain shows. Like, I normally watch The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Mm. And somehow, for the past couple seasons, I've, like, found out who wins. And sometimes I really like it. And then sometimes, when I start hating that person halfway through the season, I start hating the show. With Gossip Girl? Like, if I like who wins, I'm really happy the whole time. I'm oh, like, I know. This is a mean. great show. I'm so excited. If I don't like what the, the end result, I'm like. I guess it's the same really? with Gossip Girl. If I know that something's going to happen, like, if somebody were to sit here and tell me today that Chuck and Blair don't end up together, I I mean, I would I would boycott the show and w- would cry every night. So, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel you. But if somebody told me that they end up together, then anything that's happening now would just be like, oh, It'd be whatever. Okay. It's just another step on the road of life, whatever. So it just matters what the alert is. Okay, so moving on to predictions, though. So all we see for predictions, it's going to be the whole next week is about Dan's book coming out and what it does. Uh, we just heard some spoiler alerts about it, but a couple other things. Uh, we find out that Dan makes Nate's character gay in the book. That's an interesting take. Um, we also find out that in the book, he kind of alludes to the fact that him and Blair had sex, which is not true, which is probably why he was trying so hard to hide the book in the first place, try to bury it, and made Louis get involved. I'm, I think that the fact that those things are exaggerated is actually going to help him because he's going to be able to say, oh, well, I changed all this stuff to make it more of a book, like more interesting. Right. And then he's going to have this proof like, obviously, Nate's not gay. Or Nate's going to be like, dude, you think I'm gay? And Dan's going to be like, kind (laughs) of. I see it in you. Uh, But other than that, as for what about Chuck predictions? Is he now? Wait, question about the book. Yeah. Is there any possible way you guys have watched this? Any possible way that Nate maybe is and Dan's the only one that knows? 
No. No. Gossip Girl couldn't take us. I, I'm no, just, no, I no, have no, no idea. I'm just no, no, he's so into Elizabeth Hurley's character right now, too. And no, I just don't see it going that way. Although that would be freaking hysterical. And what a twist that would be. But, okay, what about Chuck? So now can he feel totally... He can feel things. So is that was that single tier his entrance to now I can feel everything? Or is it going to be a slow process? You know? I think he's only going to feel things concerning Blair. Okay. And how long is it going to take for them to get back together? <laughs> a long time. Like, not next episode? No. Like, two episodes? No. Like, by the end of the season? Like, maybe the end of the season. Oh, I'm going to go home and cry. Jesse's shaking his head, though, so. You, what, what? I don't think by the end of the season. Maybe like, it, not even by then? If this is the last season, then yes. Stop but it. I don't believe Stop this it. is the last season. By the end of Gossip Girl, I think that they will allude to them being together. Yes. At uh, least. Okay. So, I mean, that's pretty much our predictions. It's just covering the book and figuring out what goes there. And I don't think we're going to see Who's much. Who's going to have the biggest problem with the book? Oh, uh, we hear Rufus. Do you think? Okay. And Serena's going to like it the best. And Serena, I think she's going to have problems with what he said about her, but she's going to want to make it into a movie. Uh, I think that Rufus has the biggest problem, probably has something to do with Lily, as we were saying. I don't think Chuck really gives a crap. Oh, keep going. Uh, I don't think Chuck gives a crap. Um, I think Nate will probably think it's actually humorous that he made him gay. And I think Blair and Prince Louis are going to have big issues. That's what's my question, how Louis would feel. Because maybe Dan mentions something also about Blair and Chuck, and that's why Louis wants to keep Chuck away and something. I don't know. Yeah. Something along those lines. All right. I, I, don't, I really don't see any other predictions that could be going on. The only other thing that uh, we really don't know yet is what exactly Louis' sister's got planning with the priest. We didn't see her in this episode at all, but we know she's kind of trying plotting. to plotting and screwing up their relationship somehow. Other than that, we will see you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.